So I'm ready to share with you tonight. Uh, thank you for joining me. I want to share with you, and my question to you is, do you have parasites? Do you have parasites? Uh, so you have heard uh, before what parasites mean, and uh, we know that parasites are those little creatures that they eat all the nutrients that you have in your body. Um, do you have parasites in the spiritual realm? Do you have parasites around you? Well, the Bible says, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and that they might have it more abundantly, according to John chapter 10, verse 10. So what are parasites? Parasites, um, I, I wrote in here a concept about parasites. The parasite is an organism that lives on or in a host and gets its food from or at the expense of its host. Parasites can cause disease in humans and some parasitic diseases are um, easily treated and some are not. So parasites, how, you know, when I'm talking about parasites, I'm talking about those that are sucking the life out of you, that are taking the energy out of you. And uh, these things, how, can, how can, can, can we be affected by parasites? Well, the parasite syndrome, if I can call it, it can actually happen through people, as we know that. But before we go to that part about people, I want to tell you about how parasites, naturally speaking, People get them through food, through what they drink, and um, what they come in contact with. So what are you coming in contact with? Who's the people that you're coming in contact with? What's the content? What's the uh, information or um, spiritual food that you're eating that might be uh, contaminated with parasites that are stealing the energy from you? You might be reading the Bible. You might be studying whatever you're doing, but um, you feel like that is being stolen from you. So let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to share your word. I ask that you anoint me to release your message. I release the blood of Jesus in the airwaves. I release the blood of Jesus over this broadcast. I release the blood of Jesus over everyone that is hearing, that is watching uh, this broadcast. I ask, Heavenly Father, that you touch everybody and let it be edifying, let it be encouraging, and let it be, Lord God, um, life-changing. And I just thank you for that, Lord. Just have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. So, parasites. So, what, you know, what are you eating spiritually? What are you eating where you are and where you go? You might be eating parasites, things that are sucking the life out of you. And, uh, you know, and parasites, once you have parasites, those parasites might be eating up the food that you eat, spiritually speaking. You might be eating, uh, you know, they might be eating what, what you're putting in, sucking the life out of you, sucking the nutrients out of you. And uh, parasites, they also, you know, steal the resources. Because if you think about it, the food that you eat or the spiritual food that you eat or the time that you spend in worship and the dedication that you have to the, before the Lord, you worship him, you adore him, that is time, time is resource. And um, 
So then when somebody comes and they steal that energy from you, that is a parasite. That is a parasite that is coming to steal your time and that is stealing the resources. All that you invested in your spiritual life or that you invested in your natural life is being stolen by a parasite. Now, the parasites can also steal from your finances. People, you know, there is uh, people that, uh, parasites can represent people, let's say it that way. Parasites can also uh, represent a person who is a taker and not a giver. Uh, someone that is too needy or that they attach themselves to you and they, in such a way that they take out the energy completely out of you. And uh, it can cause you to feel drained, tired, exhausted. And um, what the Holy Spirit is telling me that a lot of times people that causes this, people that attach themselves to you and they are so needy or drain you or cause you to be exhausted is because they are not using their faith. They are not activating their faith in order for them to believe God for themselves, but rather they want to be dependent on others. And um, in such a way that see, one of the things that, uh, that suck life out of people and that actually causes the anointing to lift from somebody is lack of faith. Or when somebody feels like so sorry for themselves. I tell you, friends, that sucks the anointing. That's one thing that immediately will suck that uh, anointing from your life. Everything that you have in, inside of you, it will just be like taken out of you because they, someone without faith, they, they drain. They just simply drain. And usually they speak so negatively that uh, they, they are draining. They, they want to cause those around them to become like them without faith. And um, not everybody, but some of them. So parasites, they will cause you to feel drained, to feel tired, to feel exhausted. And um, also parasites are the kind of people who um, abuse others. They abuse others for their, for their own benefit. So we know that in friendships, relationships, it's a two-way communication. It's, and uh, when that is not happening, somebody is a parasite. And uh, even we see this uh, even currently in the government. Uh, so many people don't want to work. They, um, they want to eat from the government, but yet the government actually eats from us because we are the ones that pay taxes. We are the ones that give resources to the government in order for them to function. So, you know, so, so if people want to live from the government, don't work. They are acting like a parasite. They don't want to work. They just want to eat, 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 and, uh, and uh, put no work into it. So this is uh, people that is abusing the system. And uh, maybe some people might not like what I'm saying, but that is the truth. That is the truth. And I'm saying it with the grace that God is giving me right now to say it that people is abusing the system and in the same manner, people is also abusing other people for their own benefit. There is also uh, sons and daughters that are abusing their, their parents. They are taking advantage of them by taking their resources, by not working and just living there with their parents. Um, 
and they are not working and they are just uh, give me, give me, give me, and they are just taking the resources from the parents. And that can be draining for the parents emotionally, physically, um, and even spiritually. So, so there is all different kinds of parasites. And, and, uh, but what causes this? What is the cause of, of that parasite behavior, if I can call it, in people? Well, we want to know, we want to know what is operating through these individuals. We know that our war, according to Ephesians chapter six, is not against flesh and blood, right? But it's uh, against uh, principalities and powers and host of weakness in high places. So behind these people, there are spirits, there are demons operating through them. And like Holy Spirit is telling me right now, in some of them, it's not demons, they are habits. And the habits have been built in there and then demons come in operation into those habits. So these spirits, they manifest prim primarily through pride, control, manipulation, intimidation, and harassment. I was thinking, you know, tonight I was asking the Lord, Lord, um, which story do you want me to share uh, tonight regarding parasites? Uh, let's find an example of a parasite on the Bible. I mean, everything is on the Bible. It's just so amazing. You find everything on the Bible. So the Lord reminded me of uh, Jacob. Everybody knows the story of Jacob. And um, if you read Genesis chapter 27, 28, all the way to 31, you will find the entire story of Jacob. And uh, so we know that Jacob um, took the inheritance of his brother Esau. And so he had to leave his land. And he went, to, I'm summarizing the story here because it's several chapters. So he went to, to um to his family member Laban. And Laban, he started, actually Jacob started to work with Laban and Laban, he was not an honest person. He changed Jacob's wages seven times, seven times. Jacob worked seven years, seven years, seven years. Let's do it like this, <laughs> seven years. Seven years, so that because he wanted to get married with Rachel, so he agreed to work seven years so that she, he can marry Rachel. But after the wedding, he finds out that the one that is in the bed is not Rachel, that is Leah, Rachel's uh, oldest uh, sibling, sister. So Jacob becomes upset that why. Laban, you know, tricked him that way. So Laban lied to him again, but he told him that he needed to, if he wanted to marry Rachel, that he needed to work seven more years. So Jacob worked seven more years for Laban. We can see here the abuse. We can see that Laban is a parasite. And um, we see that he tricked Jacob over and over and over again. And the Bible says that even when um, a wild animal will come and attack uh, one of the, in the, the, you know, some of the animals from Laban, the ones that Jacob was taking care of, a lamb or a goat or whatever it was, uh, Jacob will pay for that animal. See, Jacob was doing everything that was right 
before the Lord when he was working with, uh, for Laban. And God was watching how Jacob was responding to Laban. God is always watching how we respond to people, regardless of how bad they are or how good they are. God is watching our response because we are responsible for our spirit. We are responsible for our soul. We are responsible for who we are and what we do. So after Laban tricked him, he had to work seven more years, and then he finally got married with Rachel, whom he loved. And after that, he worked a little bit longer, but then he left Laban, okay? He left Laban. He took his two wives, his children, animals, everything. And also, I want to share this other thing, and is that God gave a strategy to Jacob in order for him to leave the land where he was living with Laban, for him to live, but not to live empty-handed, but to live with wealth. So that strategy came through a dream. And uh, so here it is, Jacob, after being betrayed, working for more than 14 years for Laban, he leaves the land and he does not let Laban know that he's leaving the land. So he leaves, right? But Laban knew. See, Laban didn't want Jacob to leave. And here is where you see the parasite behavior because Laban knew that he was prospering because of Jacob. He consulted the occult to find out the reason of his prosperity. So he knew that he was prospering because Jacob was in charge of his flock and his things. So he didn't want Jacob to leave. He wanted to keep Jacob there as long as he could. So when he found out that Jacob left, Laban went after Jacob until he, until he found him. Laban wanted to take everything away from Jacob. But listen to this. This is so important. But God warned Laban through a dream the night before. And this is what God says. Listen, and this happens because Jacob is in a covenant with God. So this is the message that God tells to Laban when, uh, when, he, when he comes in a dream. In a dream. To Laban. Be careful that you do not neither, neither bless nor curse Jacob. That was a warning that came to Laban through the night. So Laban told Jacob when he met him, he says, look, I have the power to kill you, but the God of your father, listen to that, listen to that, the God of your father so see, you see that, that our God, the God of Israel, Jehovah, was not Laban's God. So he was not righteous. He was not in covenant with God. But Jacob was in covenant because of Abraham. Abraham received the promise of the Lord, and Jacob wasn't the promise. Isaac wasn't the promise. Jacob wasn't the promise. They were under the covenant of God. And when Laban told him, look, I have the power to kill you, but the God of your father, you know, told me to be careful that you neither bless or curse Jacob. 
So listen, my friends, we see in here how Laban was a parasite. They wanted to keep Jacob as long as he could so that he can get the money, the wealth, he can get more animals, and he can get more children because look, during that time, the more children people have, the more workers pretty much they had. <laughs> they had more people to work with them. And so, so he didn't want to let it go. But it was time for Jacob to live because God already released Jacob to leave that land and to leave Laban for him to go to his family. And so I want to tell you tonight that you are, if you are in Christ Jesus, if you are in Christ Jesus, you are inside the covenant of the blood of Jesus. This is the new covenant of the blood of Jesus and all the blessings of Abraham belong to you. You are different because of the blessing of the new covenant in the blood of Jesus. You are blessed and not cursed. See that your enemies, watch that your enemies, watch your enemies because, because those that want to curse you, they don't know what they are doing. God will confront those that want to curse you or they are releasing curses against you or those that want to uh, and those that are operating as parasites against you you gotta watch because god god is a righteous god and he watches over his covenant he keeps his covenant god is faithful god is faithful and he will keep his covenant even if you fail even if we fail god is faithful we get up we repent and we change our ways, ways, and we keep moving with God. He will get rid of your parasites. And I'm talking spiritually speaking. And even as we see with the life of Jacob, he was relocated. I'm not telling you to relocate or to run away from your parasites. What I'm saying is that God, at his appointed time, he will let you know when it's time to let go of somebody in your life. And you will find yourself changing season. And you will, you, you will change uh, location or season or the person himself or herself will be relocated. You might remain on the same place. Maybe the person will leave. But see, remember this, God is watching how you respond. Like the way that he was watching over Jacob, that Jacob was working hard. He was not there just saying, okay, I'll wait for my next meal and just make sure that the animals are doing okay. No, he, he did, he worked hard. He paid even for the losses that were happening in the, in the workplace. He worked hard. He did what was right and God was watching what he was doing. So you are in the covenant of God, and I'm excited for that, because whatever the situation that you're going through right now, whoever is soaking the life out of you, whatever is, a, is a acting as a parasite against you, know that you are in the covenant of God. And now I see you prophetically lifting up that promise and taking hold of the promise that God is faithful and that the covenant in the blood of Jesus, the new covenant in the blood of Jesus is powerful.
and is able to defend you, is able to, to carry the blessing upon you. So I want to remind you of Proverbs chapter 10, 22. So I release it over you right now. I bless you right now in the name of Jesus. I, the, the Bible says on Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. And those riches are not only financial, those riches are peace, joy, you know? riches of time, riches of gifts, riches of talents. I mean, you can be rich or you can be wealthy with all these things, with talents, with ideas. Like, look how Jacob become uh, rich or wealthy because God gave him a strategy. God gave him a strategy. So you can be wealthy with the strategies. You can be rich with the strategies for you and for others. You can be wealthy with wisdom. You can be rich with those things. And I'm talking about not only financially, once again. And so God is amazing. He will keep his covenant because he is faithful. He is faithful. So I want to pray over you. But before, before I pray over you, I want to tell you about um, how much power you have over this spirits in operation because see god will respond to his covenant but yet there is there is a response that must come to you in the spirit realm and uh, you need to take authority over those spirits that are in operation but we know that to a certain point god is shaping every one of us in the process when we encounter parasites god will develop us to the point where we will overcome those parasites. We will overcome them. God will, see many times, many times we want God to stop the attack and uh, to bring us back into a place of safety, peace, joy, happiness. And, and those things, you know, happiness, joy, peace, protection, all those things belong to us. But yet God allows some things in our lives for us to be developed. So how can we learn to war if we never engage in war, if we never engage in battles? See, David says, uh, you know, <laughs> use my hands pretty much. He's saying, equip my hands for war and, my and prepare my fingers for battle. So the Lord wants us to learn to fight, to learn to, to work in one accord with him in the spirit realm and take authority over those spirits that are in operation so that we can grow and come into a place of maturity. See, the Bible says on Luke chapter 10, verse 18 through 20, and he said to them, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples after they have cast out demons and they were so amazed that uh, demons were subject to them and they were casting out demons. And so they came to Jesus. They came back to Jesus so happy. So Jesus tell them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So we see here that, that we have authority in Christ Jesus to trample on serpents and scorpions. We have authority to trample 
on parasites, those spirits that are operating behind it, control, manipulation, intimidation, anger. Um, what was the other one? Um, pride. Pride is what I meant to say. No anger, but pride. And so we have authority over those things. And any other spirit, this is just a few that I mentioned, but there are other things that are parasites in our lives that are, that are sucking the life out of you and making you feel tired and exhausted. So remember, you have authority to bind these spirits and to command them to stop their operation and to live. You can completely stop their operation against you. But yet there is a, a place where you're going to be trained by God. You're going to be developed by God in the process. You're going to be growing in the process. God will use it. See, God is a purposeful God. He will use everything around you for your good. Hallelujah. And remember to celebrate that your name is written in, 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 uh, in heaven. Amen. So remember to use your authority. So right now, I pray over you. Right now. I was trying to see here the comments, but I'm unable to see the comments right now. But I want to pray for you and close. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I pray over all my friends, everybody that is hearing, everybody that is watching, in the authority and power of Jesus, I pray over them. According to John chapter 10, verse 10, we forbid the enemy from stealing, killing, and destroying in, in our lives in the name of Jesus, from killing and stealing our food, spiritual, natural, our resources in the spiritual realm and in the natural realm, our finances, our time. Uh, we forbid the enemy from sucking the life out of us in the name of Jesus. We forbid parasites in our relationships in the name of Jesus. We forbid parasites. And I feel that right now the Lord is saying that you prophetically, I'm prophesying right now. The Lord is saying that he will show you who those parasites are in your life. Who are those parasites? They have been sucking the life out of you and you were not even aware of it. But it's like the Lord is saying, I'm opening your eyes right now for you to see and I will give you the wisdom for you to know how to respond, says the Lord. Because the Lord doesn't want to hurt people because the Lord is saying that also some people, they are uh, operating in great pain and it's why they have become a parasite and they don't know that they are a parasite. They are simply in pain. So watch for that because the Lord says he's giving you wisdom to know what to do, how to address the situation in order for you to not to hurt anybody, but rather uh, help and at the same time to, for you to be safe and protected. So in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you, Father. We forbid all these spirits from operating in our lives. And I even feel the Lord saying right now that even some spirits as a, have been like parasites stealing your dreams in the natural and in the spirit. They have been stealing your dreams and, and when you're dreaming at night, they have been causing you to forget the dreams or coming and snatching the dream out of you. But also in the, in the natural, they have been stealing the dreams out of you. They have been soaking that dream out of you. And uh, you have grown weary, but the Lord is reviving you again because the Lord is faithful. The Lord is reviving you again. The Lord is giving you the nutrients in the spirit and in the natural. And as I see in a vision, I see a white book inside your belly. And that is 
is the word of God. And the word of God is the one that feeds you. The word of God is inside of you and is deposited in the inside of you. And you are solid in the Lord. You are filled with the word of God. And so he will sustain you. Let his will be your bread in the name of Jesus. So we forbid parasites from operating through us. I see that for some of you, the TV has become a parasite. This is what God is showing me right now. This might sound strange, but this is what the Lord is telling me right now, that for some of you, the TV has become a parasite. It's consuming, it's sucking your life. It's sucking the life out of you. It's, it's, it's sucking the time out of you. It's, it's, it's stealing your time. It's stealing uh, your goals and your purposes. As I see that some of you are supposed to be writing, supposed to be writing, but yet the TV is like pulling you. It's like a, uh, it's like a, like a magnet pulling you and but we say we sever that uh, that pulling in the spiritual realm we cut it off right now in the name of Jesus and we stop the operations of it's like almost like hypnotism that is like a manipulation that the TV is like calling you to come to the TV but the Lord is severing that with the sword of the spirit for you to be set free and for that TV for watching TV to stop to stop from being a parasite in your life. And I see that God is going to be turning this uh, TV situation around for your good. And you will accomplish those things that God has called you to do because everything has been already written on your book. According to Psalm 139, God knows already your destiny and he's able. I have shared this with you before. He is able to hold your future, your destiny on his hand, and he will bring it into completion. But now yield to him in the name of Jesus. And I see you running in freedom. I see you running in freedom in the name of Jesus from these parasites in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. I feel that the Lord right now is also releasing discernment, discernment for you to know who the parasites are, discernment for you to know where they are located, for you to stay away from them. But with some of them, you will know when to remain quiet and when to say something and how close to be. The Lord will give you the discernment and tell you exactly what to do exactly at that moment when you need it. I feel like the Lord is telling me that similar to Jacob, some of you have been taken advantage of in the workplace and even in families. I feel the heart of God saying that, that even some finances have been stolen from you some uh, blessings have been like stolen from you in your families and in the workplace. Some benefits have been stolen, but I hear the Lord say restitution and restoration for you. And there is a turnaround coming into your life right now and receive the blessing of the Lord. Receive the prophetic word. Believe God. Believe God. He will bring it into completion in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for your promises. I thank you for restoration and restitution, Lord God, of every blessing in the name of Jesus. Everything that the enemy has stole from them, I ask, Father, that you restore it and bring a restitution in the name of Jesus. I declare and I decree that, that instead of curses, you will receive blessings. I declare and I decree that everyone that has been cursing you in the past, I see those curses falling to the ground. 
And I declare and I decree that these people will, every time they attempt to open their mouth to curse you, they will bless you instead. They will bless you instead in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray over you right now that the blessing of the Lord makes you rich and he adds no sorrow with it. In the name of Jesus. I pray right now by the leading of the Holy Spirit and receive this blessing. See, sometimes we become so familiar with some scriptures that we miss to receive the power and the authority of the word of God. See, the heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will not pass away. So receive the power of God and the promise of God right now. As I pray, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 through 23 over you right now in Jesus' mighty name. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, might give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things, say all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, to the church, say me, I am the church, to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the authority and the power that you have given to my friends. I thank you, Father, for giving them discernment. I thank you, Father, for giving them the wisdom to know what to do. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise, God. I give you praise for the turnaround. I give you praise for the freedom. I give you praise for your promises. I give you praise for the new covenant in the blood of Jesus. You cannot forget that in the spirit realm, you are marked by the blood of Jesus. You cannot forget that you are marked by the blood of Jesus. And that because of that blood, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And I hear in my spirit the Lord say, receive your blessing now. Receive your blessing now in Jesus' mighty name. You are above all parasites. You are above all parasites. You are above and not beneath. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And from now on, the Lord is releasing you to trample on all parasites in the name of Jesus. As I see that the Lord is giving you the authority to put a stop to those parasites in your life. You will no longer be drained in Jesus' mighty name. You will no longer be drained. And actually the Lord is saying, I'm imparting on you a wisdom and a vision that you will identify the parasites at the distance. You, at the distance. you will see them come but you will know what to do. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your discernment. We give you praise, God. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. And I want to tell thank you 
to all of you for uh, listening, for watching. I thank you, thank you, thank you. And if this uh, broadcast uh, bless you, I ask that you share it or subscribe to, to the channel if you would like. Um, you know, I'm happy if uh, one person listening, listen to the message and if it blesses them, even if it blesses one person, I am happy with that one. Just like Jesus, when he came to the, to the, you know, to the woman at the well, he blessed one woman. He spoke on the life of that one woman and that woman ran to the town and he shared to others what Jesus has done on her life. So that is my goal. That is my desire. And is that one person will be touched. At least one person will be touched. And that one person will go and testify what the Lord has done on her life or in his life. So friends, thank you for joining me tonight. This is Lorena Cox, and it has been a pleasure to share the word of the Lord with you. You take care. God bless.